This is the post-purchase podcast, guys. Back for another one. Um, we always say this, but I really mean it this time. We have a super exciting one today, don't we, Sean? <laughs> we certainly do. I'm going to uh, want to say hello to Mr. Anthony himself, Anthony Cofrancesco. <laughs> say it for me again, Anthony. <laughs> Come on. You got it. You got it. Francesco. Anthony Francesco from, from Day to Dive. You know, uh, we've interviewed uh, Brandon a couple of times, uh, both on and off the podcast. It looks to me like Anthony must be the brains of the operation because he's, uh, <laughs> he's sent over all the details. You guys are everywhere, man. Every event I go to, it's like, hey, join me here. Who wants to party? Who wants to hang out? It's like uh, you have this, this insatiable uh, appetite for party animals and, and networking. And I just love it. Anthony, welcome to the post-purchase podcast, which is sponsored. This episode sponsored by our friends over at Gatita. We're talking about maximum refunds that are, you'll love this data driven. Anthony, say hello. Hey, what's up everyone. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Can definitely second uh, the endorsement of Gatita. Go get your refunds. <laughs> Amazing. So Anthony, let me um, spill the beans a little bit about you before we jump in. So Anthony, is um, Cofrancesco, um, according to uh, pronunciation.com, <laughs> is the director of business development at Datadive. He's the previous owner of Virtuous Graphics, a marketing agency offering copywriting, graphic design, photography, and videography to Amazon sellers. And he even worked at Amazon early in his career, which we're going to have to talk a little bit about that. Um, Anthony, you uh, are a Maryland native and you love hiking and creating amazing footage using your drone. So Anthony, super stoked to have you here to talk about Data Dive, which Sean already said, you guys are everywhere. Every person that we talk to in the industry is saying, you know, I'm either wanting to try out Data Dive or I'm using it and I'm loving it. Um, so Anthony, let's, let's dive in. How did you go from working at Amazon uh, early in your career all the way through cashing in on your own business? Now you're at... Um, you know, you're at Data Dive growing something pretty special. Yeah, I can give you the, the really quick rundown is I, I started learning how to sell on Amazon before I started to work at Amazon. A, a buddy of mine, I went to the University of Florida before I dropped out and he taught me how to sell online. Um, before I started, it, you know, working full time, I moved out to the Philippines. This was before there's courses. He stopped, taught me how to sell, like launched a product. And then I worked at Amazon for about a year. And uh, after working there for about a year, he called me up one day and was like, hey, why don't you quit your job at Amazon? I have this creative agency in the Philippines called Virtuous Graphics and I need help scaling it. And so I was like, well, this really doesn't make sense. I'm already a college dropout. I had a good job making good money and I'm gonna like walk away from all of that to move and make $2,000 a month in the Philippines. But I knew I'd end up regretting it if I didn't do it. So I moved out there. We grew that company for two years, uh, grew it to more than 25 full-time creatives. Uh, we sold that business to a small aggregator in Southeast Asia at the end of 2019. And kind of after doing that, it was like the most stressful thing I'd ever done in my life running a business. It was my first <laughs> real business and it was an agency. So if you've run a service-based business, you know some of the challenges that come with that. And so after doing that, I was like, okay, that was too much stress. Let me like take a little bit of a break. And so I approached PicFu about growing, uh, growing that software. And so we did that for two years. And so after two years of that, I was like, okay, I'm ready for some stress again. And so I, I knew about Data Dive. I had approached Brandon about revamping the Inner Circle contents. So that's the coaching program, and then just have been like running with Data Dive ever since, and uh, it's growing fast. <laughs> wow, that's crazy! So I actually heard you talk about this. I believe it was in Tampa at the Leslie Selling Scale. Um, you had a presentation where you talked about um, using Data Dive and how you sold that agency. And like I took a note about that, and I thought I remember you, Anthony, saying this almost never happens. 
but I sold an agency to this aggregator. So I like took the name of the agency. I sent Seth a text. I said, here, write this down. You remember that Seth? That's where it came from. It was from <laughs> Anthony. So the thing, Anthony, that everyone seems to be talking about, what yeah. the heck is data dive? Yeah. So data dive in the most simply way to put it is, is a very detailed data analytics tool. What it does is we're partnered with Helium 10. And so we take Helium 10's data and we go a step that's, you know, a level deeper. So the way that I like to say it really simply is like data dive is going to show you if you're number one. And if you're not number one, it's going to show you exactly what you need to do to get there. So most of us that are e-commerce sellers, especially on Amazon, right? We know that we're not selling products, we're selling keywords. And so what data dive really does is it shows you for up to 25 competitors at a time, all of the different ways people are searching for the product and then the organic rank for each of those keywords. And so when you're able to see this much data at scale, you're able to really dial in and see, okay, well, we got, you know, we're, we're indicating to Amazon what we want to rank for, for most keywords, but for a few keywords, we're just missing out on. And so a lot of the times, and we might get to an example today, but a lot of the times what's happening is like, you just have an established relevancy with Amazon on particular keywords. Amazon thinks that you're selling something, but it hasn't quite bridged that gap. And so from just making a few changes to the listing, you can increase rank, you can increase sales, and it's uh, it's all meant to be very scalable. Well, Anthony, that brings me to a good point. You mentioned, um, <laughs> you know, you're seeing all this data and you can make a few changes and make a lot more sales, which uh, perks up everyone's ears who are listening to this. So what are you seeing typically where are sellers missing this, uh, missing uh, growth potential, right? Um, what should sellers be paying attention to, um, whether they're using data dive or not? And then what are those um, consistent changes that you see sellers having to make to their listings to make more sales? I, I see the, the biggest application is like, if you want to get some really quick wins for your clients or for your own brands, if you have a product that's been selling for a long time on Amazon, there's a good chance that you're missing out on establishing relevancy with a few key keywords, right? And so um, basically what happens is you got to think of all these different keywords on Amazon. You got to think of them as like a bank account. And every time that you make sales, Amazon is trying to attribute, okay, you're going to get, you know, someone typed in garlic press, you're going to get some credit for garlic press, but you're also going to get credit for all these other keywords, right? And so um, most of the time with, with, products that have been selling for a long time, they've established relevancy with most of the keywords, but there's a few key, a few holes. And once they go and rewrite their title to uh, establish that relevancy with Amazon, you're going to see the keyword ranking go up right away. Um, yeah, I don't know if that really answers the question. Yeah, I think but, it does. So yeah. what you're saying, Anthony, is if you have a product that's been selling well for a long time and you look at all of your keyword rankings, which is you know, where you're showing up in live search on Amazon for different keywords, there are places where you're not showing up as well as you should be, right? Based on your sales volume. So you're saying maybe um, include some of those phrases that you're not uh, ranking for as well in your title, and then you're going to uh, stay relevant and you're going to stay ranked for all the, the search terms that you've been ranking for, but then you can instantly add um, more relevancy to these other search terms. Is that right? That's right. And I don't know if I know this is going to be a podcast format. I don't know if it's okay for me to do a screen share, but like I can just walk through and show it'll make it really clear. Is that okay? It'll take well, we can't really do it here. We're going to do that on a webinar in the future. Okay. And so we're going to, we're going to send this out. We're going to, we're going to push this episode, Anthony, to our entire 
uh, contact list. But yep. then we're also going to invite those folks to watch you come in and do a 30 to 45 minute presentation. So okay. uh, thank you for uh, for asking, but we just don't have that capacity at the moment. <laughs> I, I can give a, I can also just give like a verbal example that I think is going to click in a lot of people's brain. Yeah. Like so uh, about a month ago, Brandon was speaking at a conference in Austin called Billion Dollar Seller Summit. <laughs> and he was giving an example up on the board. Uh, of a product. We saw that. <laughs> it, it, and, and so this this is a really good, really good example because like basically you had this card shuffler and the card shuffler is phrased as a card shuffler for six decks. But if you think about a card shuffler, if you can shuffle six decks, you can also shuffle less than six decks. You can <laughs> shuffle two decks as well. And so this seller was dominating. They were just crushing it, but they were missing out on keywords related to a two deck shuffler. Amazon thought that, hey, this is a six deck shuffler. It's also a two deck shuffler, but it couldn't quite figure this out. And so what you'll see is like, they're ranked one for most of the keywords, but then for two deck shuffler, they're ranked in position 30. So Amazon thinks this is relevant, but it can't quite tell. The seller we didn't know was gonna be at that conference comes and chases Brandon out of the lecture hall afterwards and says, hey, that's my product. And Brandon's like, dude, you gotta go and change your title. And sure enough, the guy goes through, he rewrites his title and the next day, it doesn't take long to see these changes. The next day, the keyword rank had improved for those keywords related to card deck shuffler, but also a whole bunch of other keywords. And so the reason everyone is loving Datadive and the reason also current users are a little nervous for Datadive to get bigger is because it's very easy to do. It's, you can do this, uh, it's, it's designed to be for enterprise users. They have not just one listing, but they've got hundreds of listings. And now you can go through in a very quick amount of time, say like, here's the exact holes, you plug the holes and just that change, adding two deck into their title is gonna make them an extra $100,000 this year just from that change alone. That's just uh, remarkable. Uh, Seth and I were also at Billion Dollar Seller Summit, um, which Seth never leaves the house. So that was a that was a big win for everyone there. And I did catch that presentation. I thought, holy smokes! As soon as you let the cat out of the bag, David dies. Data dives going to blow up. But you guys are already blowing up. It's like even the agencies, Anthony, as you know, and the other speakers and the creators and the people that are making the training. They're like, hey, look. Here's how we do this. And it always includes helium tan and it always includes data dive. So I'm like, unless you've been under a rock for the last five or six years, you guys are blowing up. So before we uh, quickly run out of time, I want to handle a couple of things. Number one, who Anthony is data dive not for? Okay. So I think eventually data dive is going to be used by everyone. And if you're not using data dive, it's going to be really clear, like who's using data dive and who's not. But what I will say is I've been selling for years and it took me like a good month and a half before I understood data dive. It's a very complicated tool. It's heavy detail data analytics. And so it takes a while before you realize like, what do all the buttons do? And then the, the first challenge is really like learning what everything does from the UI. But then the second challenge is like, okay, now I've got all this data. What do I actually do with it? What's the strategy here? So if you're just, if you're like looking for the easiest tool, you want something that's going to give you like, the answer right away. You're not willing to like spend the time to learn how the tool works. Just hire someone else to use it because it, it does take some time to learn for sure. You got to be patient with yourself. Well, that's great. I think you and I spoke about this a little bit, Anthony. It's like the tool has so much data that you really need to think about, well, what is this data actually showing me? Yeah. Right? So it is, you can have all the data in the world, but if it's not useful to making a decision, then then it's uh, you know not very useful at all. So so Anthony, you're in the tool every day. You are um, working with sellers every day, I'm sure, uh, on solving these real challenges. And you gave the one example of you know making an extra hundred thousand dollars because of a title change. What other data points are you seeing are really useful um, for for Amazon sellers to be paying attention to? Say for instance, if they did go ahead and try out Data Dive, 
what should be they what should they be looking for right away um, to focus on? Well, we talked about the side, which is optimization. So you're going and optimizing an existing product. Uh, where Data Dive is also really helpful is for de-risking a launch. So the really cool thing is, like I said, Data Dive isn't just looking at one competitor at a time. You're able to look at up to 25 at a time for a niche. And so if you're going into launch into a new niche, you do a dive, and now you're able to see exactly who are the top performers, where are they getting their sales, and what's going to be the level of opportunity there. And so, like you know, the example I was giving earlier is a garlic press. Everyone here knows that they shouldn't show sell a garlic press. But now I can actually show you with a numerical justification for exactly why you shouldn't, that there's 25 people that are all figured out search. Unless you have a better strategy for a lower price or better content and have some differentiator, it's going to be very difficult for you to go and beat these top competitors. Versus if you see a category that's wide open, it kind of it shows you the whole picture of how the, alg uh, the algorithm is working and you can dial into like, okay, I can win in this niche on exactly these fronts and it helps make that strategy very clear. Now, this may be a little bit out of order, but there is a story behind Data Dive. And more importantly, there's a reason why sellers like us and in our community should go ahead and bite the bullet and dedicate the time to learn how to integrate it now. You said it's not easy. It's not it's it's user friendly, but it's not there's a, there's a learning curve. So why going into uh, Q4 2022, why do I need to uh, bite the bullet and take advantage of it right now, Anthony? Yeah, so the the real thing is like the reason that so many sellers love Data Dive is because Data Dive is it's nothing new, right? We've all been whether you learned it from seller systems or you learned it from somewhere else for the past 2 years we've been teaching people this thing where you go download all this data for a bunch of competitors, you pull them into Excel, you run some macros, you organize the sheet and you get the data. Like we've all been doing this for years before there was software. <laughs> the reason Data Dive came out is because we were teaching this inside of the coaching program. And we're like, every time that I want to pull this research, it's taking me like an hour, sometimes two hours to get this data how we want it. And so now instead of going through that, you just click the button 90 seconds later and you've got all this, this whole report that's ready to go. And so like what I'll say is that Data Dive is nothing. People have been doing this for years, but now that this is easier for people to do now that it's faster and more scalable, you're going to start to see your competitors, people that you had never looked at, starting to get a huge amount of traction in terms of search. And the reason why is because now they're able to go through at scale and get that same data much faster. So as this becomes more accessible, like I think a year, two years from now, you're going to see most categories are going to be much more competitive. People are going to be dominating search. They're going to have bridged those gaps with the Amazon algorithm. So there's more coming for sure later down the road with the tool. But the biggest gains are going to be the people who come in and establish these ranks early. Anthony, that's what we've seen since, uh, you know, building our own brands uh, ever since we started in 2014 is whoever can move the fastest on the latest advantage always wins. And you're saying right now that there's basically a gap in the market in terms of efficiency with um, keyword ranking or a keyword optimization or product research um, in your example. So um, if you can get an advantage now, it's not going to be an advantage in two years, most likely. So I agree with you 100%, Anthony. While there's an advantage to be had, let's have at it, right? Warren Buffett has the great quote. It's like, when it's raining gold, put out a bucket, not a thimble. Um, yeah. So, so Anthony, um, as we move into the, the last part of our show here, um, we'd like to uh, ask you um, a couple fun questions, and then we'll ask for contact information and send people places to check you guys out. But um, the first fun question that we like to ask is, you've done all this wonderful stuff. You've built all these amazing businesses. You understand the struggle, struggle of being an entrepreneur. Um, have you had any business books that have helped you along the way that you'd like to recommend? 
I mean, I'm going to stick to the the ones that are my personal favorites are the four hour work week and the hundred dollar startup. Like basically, you know, also rich dad, poor dad. Those are ones that kind of really changed my changed my perspective on a lot of different things. Um, I also like to read books that are not uh, purely business related. Um, one that I'm reading right now is Brave New World by Aldous Huxley, which is very interesting because this book was written in the 1940s and it's kind of talking about what the future is going to look like hundreds of years from now. And a lot of these things are happening. So like I try to uh, spend some time reading business books, but I also like looking yeah. at what people wrote a long time ago because I think there is like a, you can really see what's going to happen in the future just by looking a little bit far in advance. And so that's a, a good thought yes, experiment for that. We can. So the $100 startup, I have not heard of that one. Um, a guest we had earlier today actually stumped us with a new book too. So it's not very often, Seth, that someone mentions their favorite book that you and I have not uh, I read. Have you read $100 startup? I have not. Okay, so put that in your pipe and smoke it for the day. I love it. It's like Jules Verne, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. When he wrote that, who thought we would ever actually have these nuclear submarines and all this kind of stuff, right? This is crazy. So it's easy to join Day to Dive. You have to do it now. I love what you said, Anthony, when you said, look, in the near future, it's going to be obvious who's using Day to Dive. And why is it obvious? It's because we're showing up on the top of our best search term uh, keyword rankings in Amazon because we're using the data. It's data-driven decisions. We're not using some uh, crazy software to do product selection and and uh, someone telling us in a Facebook group what we need to do. You're using the real, what did you call it? A numerical, numerically justified, whatever. <laughs> say, say that uh, mumble jumbo again. Yeah, like for the first time, it's like we, we, we all who have been selling for a while, we can see that there's all these levers on Amazon and you can kind of like get an idea for what levers are being moved. But now, for the first time, you have some numerical justification to numerical justification. What you already, what you already that was the mojo I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, numerical justification. <laughs> numerical justification. In other words, just get involved. Go to datadive.tools now. If you need some kind of special invitation, you can email Anthony dot da 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 fifteen syllables from Italy at datadive.com. Just copy and paste. We're going to call Brandon and try to get you a shorter email address. So, last question of the day, Anthony, and this is one of my favorites. What have you purchased in the last 12 months that you thought was a splurge, but you do not regret it now? Okay, this is kind of embarrassing, but for the past few years, I've had really, really bad phones because I break them or lose them once a year. Uh, and so I've gotten like two, $300 phones, but I got myself the new Samsung, the 22, and it was a splurge, <laughs> but it's so much better than the other phones. Like it's not even close. So I'm glad I made the jump finally. That's hilarious. So I uh, I went backwards, you know, I'm back to, uh, I got, you know, when we were all wearing masks and we had to pull it down to unlock our screens, I went and got me an iPhone 7 with a button. And the Apple guy says, hey, do you realize we have an SE, which is just like a 7? It's a kid's phone with the with the fingerprint scanner, right? But it has a better camera and a better battery. So, And it's 400 bucks when you drop it. You just buy a new one. It's like disposable. I love it. Right, so, Seth, any uh, parting words of advice or, or wisdom for those folks out there? Uh, we have a couple of uh, live ones on Facebook, but no questions. Let me check real quick. Yep. No questions. All right. Amazing. So Anthony, um, uh, Sean struggled with your email there. So I don't know if you want to go ahead and say that for everybody, anybody who wants to reach out, um, where should they email you, Anthony? Yeah, just anthony.cofrancesco at datadive.tools. And, uh, what I will say too, is for anyone who is like learning data dive for the first time, we have a YouTube playlist. It's called our quick start guide. Um, don't try to use the tool before watching that because it's just going to be way too much, but that's a really good place to start learning. So check out the uh, the YouTube playlist for datadive.tools, right? And uh, that'll get us over the learning curve real quick. 
Uh, Anthony, I love what you guys are doing over there. I love the party atmosphere, although I never um, attend. I'm not much of a partier. I just like to go home to my family. But every single event, you guys are uh, front and center, top of mind. Hey, come hang out. It's Brandon's birthday party. Now it's Brandon's anniversary. Hey, we're celebrating the negative COVID test. We don't even need a reason. We just want to party. We want you with us. So I love what you guys are doing at, at data, datadive.tools and looking forward to uh, many, many more uh, years of partnering with you folks. So thank you so much. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Don't go anywhere. Heck yeah. Thanks for having me on.